Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by the wonderful people at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury. I already texted a couple of my sons and said, uh, we're having a little Sam Adams party on Christmas Eve. Courtesy of Brewers Outlet. Sean, come on down. We're off. I'm in. Be a great time. Yes. They have imports, domestics, microbrews. You need to stock up for the holidays. Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And look, the pickle bar. Yes, the pickle bar. Indeed, second to none, led by the barrels and the dills. And I'm in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 to 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We have mentioned from time to time in the show the uh, concierge of the Tom McGrath tailgate, Gary Goloshevsky. Big fan of the show. His son, Jack, has turned seven years old. So happy birthday to Jack Goloshevsky. So happy birthday, Jack. There we go. Great family. Great family. And I'd like to point out, Gary married way up. All right, so uh, let's... uh, (laughs) That's the goal. (laughs) Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Derrick Henry, 99 yards. Mariota gives it to Henry. Henry bounces it outside. 5, 10, 15, stiff arm, 20, 25, 30, 40, stiff arm, 50, 40, 30. He's on his feet. Big chase, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Titans, 99 yards. The longest run in franchise history. And the Titans are up by 11. What a run, Derrick Henry. Well, it's the longest run in league history, too. You can't go from scrimmage, you can't go more than 99 yards. That was something else. I mean, Kathy's not a big sports fan, but, you know, this morning before I had to get going to take care of certain things, <laughs> she, uh, that highlight popped up on the TV. She says, Wow, that was some run. Was that last night? I said, yes. Wow. I didn't know you could take your arm like that and shove it in somebody's face. (laughs) Some players can, some can't. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So flipping to the TV side of things. So Jack Buck called the Dallas Cowboys running back Tony Darsett's uh, NFL record 99-yard run back in 1983. And lo and behold, who do you got on TV last night? You got Jack's son. There's Joe calling that 99-yard touchdown run. Ah, they, that's, how about that's crazy? Family, families had a great run. I mean, he, the son had a great example, and the father, Jack Buck, was a great announcer. And you know, the odd thing is, I I I've never understood the people who take shots at Joe Buck. I've never understood that. Because I think everything he does, I think he does really, really well. Now, 
everyone has their own taste as to what they like and what they don't like. But I do come from a, from a slightly different perspective. <laughs> I sit in those chairs. I think he's really, really good. Um, but he times things out really good. He lets moments breathe, which is very, yes, very crucial. You know, that, uh, he's, I mean, he's his brilliant. some people may not be uh, you know fan of his. You know, it's kind of a dry wit, kind of a Bob Newhart kind of wit. Yeah, you know, he's trying to keep things light in the booth, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like I said, I've always liked him. So I've, you know, people make snarky comments about him, but then again, Twitter is loaded with snarky comments about everything. Look at the heat that Chris Collinsworth has been taking year after year. It's like, you know, I mean, it's it's like, oh yeah, uh, that announcer, he's, uh, you know, he's he's he's, yeah, he doesn't like my team. Yeah, uh, yeah. the the jink is up. You know, I can, I can tell you right now, he he loves the Raiders. Everybody loves the Raiders. <laughs> Everybody, man. <laughs> Now, now, I think Collinsworth does a great job. He does. Uh, yeah, we mentioned but, this earlier this week. If you haven't had a chance to catch a football life that debuted last Friday night on NFL Network, uh, it was really cool. He had a chance to really dive into the you know, the family tree and both of his sons on the show. And uh, you go into his place where he's got screen after screen after screen in his office where he's just breaking down film to when he has to turn out the lights and recharge. He threw the longest touchdown pass in Florida history. You know that? He didn't catch it. He threw it. In the history of the University of Florida, the longest touchdown pass was thrown by Chris Collinsworth. Did you know that? Did not know that. You do now. I do. Now, when you show up at a party with some Brewers outlet in your Sunbury Motors vehicle, boom. You can drop some knowledge on them. Now, they'll probably do what they do with me. They'll probably throw you out. But, I mean, I'm just saying that. (laughs) But, hey, you can use this show as a vehicle as you're hanging with other Penn State football fans. You're counting down to the Citrus Bowl. We'll load you up with great info between now and then. By the way, Tom Leach, the play-by-play voice of Kentucky football and basketball, is going to join us on Wednesday's show. So we're going to get him on the show. Just like we got Bobby Rondo last year from Washington. Uh, the one guy we never we never got, and ne- I mean, I'm talking, didn't return a call, didn't return an email, and when I went to go to talk to him before the game, the door was locked, was Scott Howard of Georgia. I can't even tell you what he looks like. <laughs> Everybody else? Oh, yeah, we'll do the show. Him? Like the FBI put him in a protection program. Could, he couldn't find him. <laughs> now, was that the game where either you or Jack were walking down past their booth and they had, like, what, four spotters? Was it that team? No, that was Tennessee. Tennessee, okay. Ten- Tennessee, all right. It was uh, Bob Kessling, who's just an awesome guy, great guy. And th- they had three spotters. They had one for Penn State, one for Tennessee, and one for the officials. Because Roger Corey looks over, and there's plexiglass at Raymond James Stadium in between the booths. So you can look over, you can see everybody. And so Roger looks over, and he comes over, you won't believe this. Jack and I are like, okay, why? (laughs) You know how much I care about these things. He goes, they have 14 people over there. (laughs) 
And I said, I said, well, good for them. I said, that's great. It's 14 people that are employed. I think that's wonderful. So Roger goes, I'm going to go over there and investigate. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you already did. <laughs> they've got a, they've got a, a sideline guy who has a producer who has his own way. Right? And he's this, and then they've got, then he told us about the three spotters. Then he told us about the analysts, the two engineers, the, uh, the director, the producer. Like I said, okay, well, that's great. I said, Rod, that's great. Now, of course, we're sitting there. We have, at this time, we have four people. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jack, it's Jeff, it's Roger and me. <laughs> That's our four people. That's what we have. So Bob comes over and always the gentleman. He comes over, he says, Hey, he says, Can we go over some pronunciations and so forth? I said, Sure, yeah. So we go through and I go through the Penn State stuff with him and he starts with the Tennessee and I says, Nah. Now look, now Steve, he says, I hope, don't get mad at your spotters today. He says, we're wearing a white jerseys with the orange numerals and not exactly easy to see. And Jack slaps me in the back and he says, you're looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob looks and he says, you spot your own game? I go, well, yeah. He says, why? So, ah, a bunch of cuts. I don't know. <laughs> I, made, I made up. So you know me. I made something up. <laughs> like, okay. okay. <laughs> Them boys are hurting uh, up there. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think it takes much to look, look down and go, okay, 14 is Morelli, 26 is Hunt, 3 is Do- Butler. We're good. <laughs> We're good. Guys, you won't believe what I just heard in the other booth, but they don't got no dang spotter. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> they barely got a play-by-play guy. Uh, <laughs> hey, dog and pony show over there. <laughs> they got some guy that Jack Ham's got to carry for four hours a game. <laughs> Flying by the seat of their pants over there. Doggone Yankees. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We've always laughed because Roger gets hung up on the darndest things. Like, it's not going to, yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> Got 14 people. I said, you counted? <laughs> now, admittedly, it looked like a Cecil B. DeMille film over there. I, <laughs> I looked over. It was like the scene where they're marching out of Egypt. Okay, I got it. <laughs> but but they're the nicest people. And Bob's a great announcer. He does a great job. But, yeah, we're going to have uh, Tom Leach on the on the show. You know, they have a great lineage that goes back there. Uh, Lynn Sullivan way back when. Kaywood Ledford. Ralph Hacker. And now Tom has had that has had that job his first season was the football wise was the 99 um season where they went to the Outback Bowl against Penn State and his first basketball season was 2001 so I mean you know he's been there for a long time and is really really good at what he does really good He's going to be on Wednesday show. And to get you everybody primed and ready for the Citrus Bowl. If anybody can do it, Tom can. 
so that'll be a fun conversation with one of the real pros pros out there. Uh, team had a coordinator's practice last night. They will have a full practice tomorrow morning. All right. And then the football banquet is Sunday. Next week's finals. It's interesting. It's a real balancing act around here, and it's at every university. I don't care whether it's Bucknell or Penn State or whatever. Some professors, <clears throat> me included, <laughs> do not have a final, but there's a, there was a final project due, and my final project was due in the last class, which was last Monday. Okay. Uh, and some have final projects or give their finals out during their last class and don't have, don't give out a final in finals week. Others have finals in finals week. So it's a real mixed bag as to which week is the tougher week, this week or next week. So coaches obviously have to work around it. You got hockey tonight. Penn State, Notre Dame, they drop the puck at 7 at Pagula. And Penn State, Notre Dame tomorrow night at 7 at Pagula. Men's basketball tomorrow with Colgate, Lady Line basketball on Sunday. They're both 2 o'clock starts. Each is a Toys for Tots game. If you bring a brand-new unwrapped toy to the Jordan Center, you'll get a discount on your ticket. And if you happen to be a season ticket holder, just make the donation. And then this one's from the heart for me. I'm a former honorary chair of the Toys for Tots campaign here in Center County. And what I do is I... I give one gift for each child and each grandchild I have. That's that's how I go about it. Well, we have a growing family, so that so in this particular year, that's ten gifts. That's how I've always done it. Last year was nine, and then all of a sudden we came up with a Madeline. So, <laughs> so now it's ten. But that's that's how that's how I've always done it. Uh, so that's tomorrow and Sunday. So if you're a ticket holder, a season ticket holder, and you're not going to get the discount, bring the toy anyway. And then tonight, tonight, I believe it's 6 o'clock Eastern, I think, in Palo Alto. Maybe it's 6 o'clock Pacific. Uh, in Palo Alto tonight, it's going to be Penn State and Washington and women's volleyball for the right to go to the Elite Eight. So there you go. And the Heisman will be handed out tomorrow night in New York. It's a very tight race between Tua Tunga Viola and Kyler Murray. People have always asked me if I have a Heisman vote. I do not. I have a Big Ten football vote. I have a Big Ten basketball vote. I have a vote for the Wooden Award for College Basketball's Player of the Year, but I do not have a Heisman vote. And I've been told the reason I don't have a Heisman vote is because I am employed by the university. When I do the games, that disqualifies me. That's fine. I'd rather do the games. <laughs> so give me that choice. Uh, but that's the reason why. And it's not because I don't think I'd be fair. As the guy that runs the thing said, oh, we know you'd be fair, but... And I completely get it. They they want to eliminate any potential bias anywhere along the lines. That's fine. Perfectly fine. 
It's going to be interesting to see how it turns out. Because Murray really does carry his team. And Tua, at least until the last game, has had a dominant season. The odd thing is, I saw very little of Alabama this year. And I'll tell you the team I saw almost nothing of this year is Georgia. I saw almost nothing of Georgia this year. I think with Tua's case, though, I mean, you, you barely saw him play in the fourth quarter. And then you were in that pressure cooker in the conference championship game in the you know, in the dome last week, and you know who was in there in the fourth quarter? Jalen Hurts. So it's like, yeah, okay. If if there's something that's holding a voter back, uh, of voting for Tua, well, I really want to see him in a situation where everything's on the line, and he is really putting the team on his shoulders and taking them down to the field, down the field for a win. Well, the there's something else that plays into it. When do people turn their votes in? If they turn their votes in before the game against Georgia, or did you turn your vote in right after the Georgia game? Well, you would hope a lot of people would wait until at least this past Sunday to put their votes in. You'd think, but I again, I don't know. You know, some people say, you know, it, it, I. Two is going to play great. They're going to they're going to run Georgia out, and that'll be it. And that they, was the deadline vote. deadline yesterday. I don't know when the deadline was because I don't vote. If I had a vote, I can tell you. Well, I remember on one of the college shows on ESPN, uh, Kirk Herbstreit mentions he always waits until after, and Joel Klatt, I think brought this up too. They always yeah. wait until after. All the conference championships are played before they place their votes. Yeah, well, I, that's what I do with uh, I. I, for example, I voted on Sunday um, for the All Big Ten. I had until noon to do it, and I voted at eleven forty-five. <laughs> now, part of that is somebody woke up on Sunday after doing eight games in fifteen days and said, "Oh my goodness, I have to vote." <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like the wooden award, I'll wait till I'll wait till they used to let the wooden award. We used to be able to vote on that before the final four, but now we got to vote on it after the first weekend. Eh, now I know it takes a while to uh, to calculate. Yeah, I, I understand that part, but I'd like a li- maybe a little more leeway on that. But that's eh, fine. That's fine. All right. Um, our big, uh, our big bowl pick deal is going to be next Thursday. Now, does the eighteen-time defending champion have any time for us on Thursday? He'll be with us for the whole hour. As of today, yes. What if something really big comes up, like the first sale of the year? <laughs> Why should we hold him back? But then again, there's another question. What are the odds? All right, we'll come back. <laughs> we'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WK. Okay. <laughs> 
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Great to see Tom the other night. Long talk with him. And our thanks to Corey. I don't know. I thought of the king when I saw the goodies that were left by Corey. Actually, I, the, I did not make the king aware of that. So yeah. the the pickles were awesome. You name the pickles; they were in the gift basket. And uh, then there was the Appalachian IPA that you took. Yes, and I took the Sam Adams sampler. Mm. I had a sample of everything. <laughs> Hey, Corey, good. Corey, the man, way to go. Yes. <laughs> plus, plus it's great to see the great people from Purdy Insurance there, too. Well, we had a blast. We had a blast on Wednesday night. And till the show killer with the uh, lampshade <clears throat> on top of the table. And that's when they said it was quitting time. <laughs> Yeah, they were trying to get yeah, the sales department was trying to get an impromptu uh, locomotion going on after you left. I mean, when you get the gag gift, like in the Secret Santa thing, you don't wear it. No. <laughs> you just kindly accept it and move on. No. So what up? What up? Oh, we're just partying and having a good time here. That's what we do. <laughs> so you were at uh, Brewer's Outlet? Uh, actually, no, we had the um, 
company holiday party was really? Wednesday night. Yeah, we had that yes. on Wednesday night. Actually, Corey stopped up and uh, paid me a visit. Something, uh, remember that line from the Brady Bunch, Kevin, when Greg broke a date and he said something suddenly came up? Well, something suddenly came up with Corey. He wasn't able to make it to the holiday party, so he wanted to make sure that we were taken care of. So. All right, and yes. I'm sure he did. He did. Yes. Oh, he did. Believe me, he did. We got All one right. little bucket left of sweet pickles. Uh, they lasted this long. Wow. So, wow. yeah, they're all gone, and we're getting requests from everybody. And I'm like, man, yeah, it's pretty far away, but next time we're up that way. Gonna... <laughs> 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 but rave reviews. Yeah, the, well, one, the bottle. The, we saved the bottles for the bottled water. It's the best bottle for a bottle yeah, of water I've it? ever seen. You know how isn't it? the other ones like crush when you drink yeah. them? Yes. And these are like smooth. They're perfect. Yes. Yeah, they don't I have like the, they don't have the curves on them, but they're a little taller right. and uh yeah. Yeah, like them a lot. Like them a lot. So anyway, you know what I was thinking? We should have like a a, a wow moment. Like what was your wow moment of the week in sports? Just one and you're allowed one extra one. So like my wow moment was the Giants. I was just blown away that the Giants have actually turned around and are winning. And now they beat a good team, you know? So, what was your wow yeah, That's moment? a pretty good wow moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. Actually, Urban Meyer retiring to me is not a wow moment. Because no, I, I, I fully, completely, no, I completely expected it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, just, I just misjudged when he was going to do it. I thought he was going to do it January 2nd. But that I forgot to take into account the early signing date, which is a week from Wednesday. And, you know, so it makes sense that he would go now uh, because he of the early signing period. Oh. He looks tired, you know. Well, well, he's in pain. I mean, that that's that's a big part of it. Yeah, that's a big part of it. So I mean, that yeah, the wasn't really a flat out coach football. He's a good football coach. Oh, he's a great I don't football like his coach. Personality, but who am I? Yeah, who cares what I think? He's succeeded everywhere he goes, and he's good well, on TV. So, actually, I think he'll go back there. And Dave yeah. Pash, Dave Pash has told me he, he Urban liked doing TV. Yeah, but he's a football he, coach, he, but he liked doing it because he worked yeah. with Dave. With Dave was the one he was paired up with. You know who regrets leaving TV is Chucky out there at Oakland. <laughs> oh come on, man! I got, oh, I got man, ten, he ten years. Look, he does not look happy over there, and he had it made at ESPN. I got ten years of job security, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's going to Vegas. That's about it. He could go there anyway. Yeah. That's true. It just makes you wonder if they'll have another season with barely a handful of games next year. They want to stock the deck full of great players and then have a great splash when they get into Vegas. Well, he's going to have to put up because, you know what, his record's really not that good as a head football coach. He has not not had a winning season since he won the Super Bowl. Exactly. And it's, you know, kind of... Maybe more the norm that he's no more than an average football coach than uh, a Super Bowl coach, you know. So he may never have the success he had before. Hey, we may have a new listener. So Jim DeCasparis, he's a uh, 
sales rep for one of the companies that we do work for. I think he's listening. So, hey, Jim, so that's eight. <laughs> We're moving on up. I like that. That's the story of this show, yeah. one listener at a time. <laughs> I'll throw in my wow moment real quick before we dive into the picks. I will go with Southern Columbia just uh, about an hour or so ago, winning their ninth championship in school history. Uh, 35 unanswered points in the second half as they knocked out Wilmington. Uh, second straight year in the double-A final, 49-14. And Gage Garcia, not one, not two, not three, not four, but five touchdowns for the Tigers. Wow. And Gage's uh, brother uh, uh, had two touchdowns, accounted for the other two touchdowns. Uh, yeah, Gavin it's Garcia. High school ball? Yeah, high school ball. Yep, it's championship, high school championship weekend for Pennsylvania here down at Hershey Park Stadium. So. Wow. But congrats to the Tigers. So they'll be partying um, tonight in Catawissa. My wow moment? Soup made a sale. All right, so uh, let's uh... – <laughs> Hey, what bowl game is Penn State in? Citrus Bowl. Citrus? Yep. You're going K- to Kentucky. Florida, baby. All right. Who are they playing? Kentucky. Not going to be there very long. I've got a basketball game on the 29th. I'm going down the 30th, doing the game on the 1st, flying right back after the game on the 1st because then I have to take uh, on the football charter and then – I have to go right out in the basketball charter in the second to Michigan. Ooh, so. hot to cold. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, I've done that before. <laughs> I, I, years ago, I was doing a, a Rose Bowl. Yeah. Not the not the last one, though, but uh, uh, one, one a couple before that. So I'm doing the Rose Bowl. So I go to leave, and it's 57 degrees at 5 o'clock in the morning. I got off the plane in Minneapolis. Wind chill, 46 below zero. Oh, man. Yes, indeed. Your basic, plane. your basic 103-degree temperature change in one flight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, you're standing there waiting for the shuttle, and you're saying, excuse me, what did I just do? Yeah. <laughs> Shop's looking pretty good at that point, huh? <laughs> The wind's we only blowing. got one heater, so. <laughs> the wind's blowing. I'm like, where is that shuttle? <laughs> Look at that. Look at that guy standing over there. He's not from here. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the shuttle? That's why. That, that's why on those trips you have to pack so weird. Because, you know, you go someplace that's nice, warm. Now, this time I know what to do it. I'm going to go to Orlando, and then I'm coming back from Orlando to here. So and then I'll go to Michigan the next day. So I don't have to pack extra stuff unless I see there's a storm. Then I'll have to rethink some things. So but the you Citrus have... Bowl's in Orlando. Yeah. You know, Michael and Mark live in Orlando, and Uncle Mike lives in Orlando now. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. Hey, tell them to come over to the Hyatt. <laughs> tell them to come on over to the Hyatt. <laughs> Huh? No, they're all down there. Uncle Mike and Aunt Sue moved down there. They live in Florida now. Good. Well, don't tell oh. me come over the hide. <laughs> that's where we are. <laughs> I think that. I think that's Maybe they'll look you up. Who knows? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they should. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my odds of trying to find them, I'm at the centralized location. <laughs> so I'm one, I'm one stop shopping. <laughs> are you going to Disneyland? I'm only gonna. I'm gonna be there. I get to the thirtieth. I'm gonna go to practice. Friday, then the thirty-first. I'm gonna go to the walkthrough. There's a dinner I have to attend. 
and then uh, the game is at one o'clock on Tuesday, and I'm on a plane at at uh, six thirty. Skip practice. Go on the Hulk ride. I've already done the Disney. I've World. never been so scared in my life when I went on that Hulk ride. Oh my God! I thought I was going to die. You know how they take pictures of you? You know when yeah. you come at the end of the ride. I mean, I've only been on it once. They took my picture. My eyes were closed, and I was hanging on to the harness. And a little twelve-year-old girl next to me's got her arms in the air, and I am petrified. I didn't think the thing locked in, and I thought I was going to go flying off. I think you're going to say the kid was comforting you as the ride was wrapping yeah, up. Absolutely, and then I couldn't get the seatbelt off, and I'm screaming, "I can't get out! I can't get out!" Yeah. And a little kid helped me get out. I was like, "God, it's okay, Mister Suit." Oh, ride is just the most frightening thing I've ever been on in my life because I thought. Remember Mountain Park? Sure. The old wooden roller coaster? Yeah. I said, okay, I got time here, and I'm really holding on to this harness tight. It goes over your shoulders, and we're yeah. going up the thing slow. And I said, okay, we're not going until we get to the, boom, the thing took off. And I'm like, holy crap. And they're looking right at the sky, and it's <laughs> whipping me around. I'm upside down. I'm like, I'm going to die. And then it was over. And everybody, <laughs> and everybody around you is yelling, let's ride it again. Let's yeah, again. not me, man. I couldn't get out of there. And then I was stuck in the seatbelt. I couldn't get out. I was like, get me out of this. <laughs> anyway, you should go. <laughs> no, I mean, I've, uh, I've, done the, I've done the Disney World thing already because um, we had a basketball tournament down there 11 years ago. So I was able to take Megan, Chris, Kathy. I was able to take them with me. So we went there. We we had Thanksgiving dinner at Universal, which was awesome. Or yep, MGM. That's where the whole ride is. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I mean, I've done that. I'm good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Hey, we better do our picks. Let's do it. All right. Heart week fifteen. Picks already. Oh my God! Well, you know we don't have to do them if you don't want to. <laughs> All I know is that somebody needs to change up their mindset on epiphanies. Well, I can't help this, these overwhelming feelings I have. Okay, it's just not working out, you know. But we'll see. We we'll got the see bowl next thing. week in the bowl picks. The, the bowl I'm thing. I'm going to run the table. That's where you can make your big comeback. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. One of us. All, all sorts of notes. Good luck, Mr. Suit. <laughs> <laughs> One of us. so good little, at it. I know. From One little of us Bobby three. in Turbotville. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we just need to knock him out. we gotta, we got to finish the bowl streak next week. So. Yeah. All right. We so we take him down. We do. Week 15 of picks. All right. Last week, I was 6-1. and one, Steve, 5-2. and two. And King, you were 4-3. and three. So after 14 weeks, Kevo, hey, at one time, you were flirting... Close to going under 500, you are 45 and 36. Steve is 53 and 28, and I'm 61 and 20. Hey, that granted, we're awesome, 60, man. yeah, but that's the, I mean, granted, we're not betting against the spread here, but, you know. Oh, that's too hard. Go straight but, up, you know, go straight up with us, and we'll, you'll make some money. All right? Yep. Yeah, okay. Army, Navy tomorrow. CBS. I'm going to take, yep, I got Army as well. Yep. Army. Okay. No pithany there. Epiphany. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I've Wherever no that comment. voice is talking to me doesn't like me very much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got something here to go with the NFL games here. There we go. Okay. Cool. This will get you revved up, King. Okay? Yeah. Yep. Back. I'm in a zone. We'll throw back music here. <laughs> Channel your inner John Facenda. All right, Sunday in the early window. Sunday at 1, we've got the Colts and the Houston Texans. Texans riding that nine-game winning streak. We'll make it 10. <laughs> Indianapolis just got shut out by Jacksonville. What, what, what confidence does that inspire? Yeah. I've also got the Texans. How about Jacksonville last night, huh? Jeez. No, I thought they talking did a great job. Talking and going out and getting their butts kicked. Tanked. Yeah. They tanked. How about that flop that Jalen Ramsey did? Yeah. Uh, Taylor Levan? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, come on. Oh, and he was shooting his mouth off before the game. Yeah, that's how he rolls. Oh. We're the backbone of the team. <laughs> you're looking good, baby. Yeah, your team's falling <laughs> apart. <laughs> You've got osteoporosis. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got Texans. You got the Texans, too? Okay. Yep. All right, so we got the Giants and the Redskins coming up on Sunday. Saquon Barkley with 100 scrimmage yards this Sunday against the Redskins. He would tie Edron James for the second most games with at least 100 scrimmage yards by a rookie in NFL history. Only Pro Football Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson has more games. He had 13 back in 1983. Wow. Giants will win. That's who I got. I got the Giants. No, the Giants, no question. I mean, Washington is going to be free good Mark Sanchez. So. Sanchez. You got to feel for the Redskins a little bit. That's well, the, the, I mean, with Alex Smith, I, I, I would pick Washington. Yeah. When was the last time you saw an NFL team experience two quarterbacks with broken legs in that short period of time? No, never. I don't, no, I don't remember. No, that's just a real tough. That, yeah, that's, tough. that's awful. And you just wonder if Alex Smith's ever going to come back and play. He's been dealing with some tough hurdles here since having the surgery. Well, now more than one surgery. Not a young man, and that that's a tough injury. That's talk to Joe Feisman, you know. Not happening. So. And his college coach was Urban Meyer. Mm. That's Utah. right. Yep, in Utah. Mm-hmm. Oh, went, undefeated, right. yeah. went undefeated, won the Fiesta Bowl. That's right. 2007, wow. first-round draft pick. Overall number one pick. So we have on Eagle 107 coming up on Sunday. 3 p.m. pregame, 425 kick. The Eagles and Cowboys. You got Philly tight end Zach Ertz. He, Zank, Zach Ertz, he ranks second in the NFL, 93 receptions. And second among tight ends, 978 receiving yards at this point. And if he catches seven more for 22 yards, he'll become the fourth tight end in NFL history to record at least 100 receptions and 1,000 receiving yards in a single season. You've got Jason Witten, Dallas Clark, and Tony Gonzalez ahead of Zach Ertz on that list. Stay healthy, man. He'll have a great career. I'm picking Dallas. I am as well. I am picking Dallas because I think Dallas is that team that has figured it out. And now I don't want to jinx them, but I mean, <laughs> remember the Giants winning the Super Bowl when they were nine and seven? 
Yeah. The Cowboys' defense is so good, and Sean Lee's coming back, so they're only going to get better. I mean, do you know how much it took for me to pick Dallas? Please move on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, prime time on Sunday night. We've got the Rams and the Chicago Bears. Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald leading the NFL with 16.5 sacks. He has recorded at least two sacks in each of his past three games. And, of course, the sack became an official stat in the NFL back in 1982. He can become the fourth player since 82 to record at least two sacks in four consecutive games in a single season. The three players that did that ahead of Aaron Donald, Simeon Rice, Kevin Green, when he was with Carolina in 1998, and the late, great Reggie White. Loves Reggie White. Donald's getting like $25,000 a sack. That's good. Well, compared to the contract, he, man, that's peanuts. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not a big Donald fan. So, But his numbers are great. Because well, I look I'm, at defense uh, like you you got to make your team better, and their defense is not good. They put up a lot. Teams score a lot of points on them. So he's good, though. He's a great football player. With all this Ram talk, though, I'm taking the Bears. <laughs> I, I'm Are you picking, really? I'm picking the you Rams. I, you can call it that, sure. Okay. I'm picking the Rams. I think they're going to run them out. Okay. Sean, you're really taking the Bears? I'm taking the Bears. Wow. That's cool. King, who you got? Boy, certain people playing with house Rams. money. <laughs> <laughs> who you got, King? I got the Rams. <laughs> okay. And the Monday Nighter, 8-15, here on WKOK, the Vikings and Seahawks. Where's that game? It's at Seattle. Seahawks. See, that theory doesn't work. Because you said that before, if they play on the East Coast, they win. Yeah, but that's They won the, the game you said, oh, that it's 10 in the morning to them. They won the game. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, you know but you got to come up with something. I'm, I'm still picking <laughs> Seattle this game anyway. So. I'm also taking Seattle. King, who you got? I got Seattle. Okay. And there you be. See, I think it's harder to go from the East Coast to the West Coast because your uh, body is three hours later. So, uh, you know, if you're playing an 8 o'clock game on the West Coast and you're from the East Coast, you're playing at midnight. That's hard. Your station for news, weather, business, and CBS Sports Radio. News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury and on WKOK.com.